0: Property. We live on it. We buy it. Sell it. Invest in it. This is Opportunity Knox
1: with Jordan Chernocsky.
0: Morning guys, welcome back to another edition of Opportunity Knox with me, your host Jordan Chernotsky. And with me today we have a very exciting guest. We have the CEO of Jarwitz Properties, Herschel Jarwitz with me today. Herschel, how are you doing? Yeah, uh, good, uh, Jordan. Thanks for having me on the show. Thank you for making yourself available. It's always good to have someone with uh, such a powerful reputation and, you know, such vast experience in the industry. It's always nice to have people like yourself on board. So, essentially, what we'll be chatting about today is, uh, again, quite a broad concept. But it'll be very interesting to hear one of the leading, you know, the leading CEOs and the leading property agencies take on the matter. Um, just basically buying property um, property to live in property that you may work in, and uh, just to sort of understand what 's going on at the mar- on, in the market at the moment um, so i suppose let's let 's just start with basic trends in the market i mean anyone who 's active in the market now can tell you that it 's certainly a buyer 's market and uh, you know those that have to sell are in a tight spot yeah
1: certainly uh, jordan in in the the high fm uh, listenership region, uh, it, it's probably a, 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 buyer's market. So, you know, there's a, a, a surplus of stock. Um, and, you know, when you chat to people, they always say they see lots of for sale boards and not nearly as many sold boards. So, um, you know, and that once again, it, it, uh, it, it makes it for, for a buyer's market different in other parts of the country. So in, in the Western Cape, Garden routes some of those areas, uh, there's a shortage of stock. Uh, and a lot more buyers, um, whether it be for, for immigration, foreigners, uh, leisure buying, but certainly in in the High FM Metro, if you're a buyer, you you're in the pound seat.
0: No, that's there's no there's no debate about it. I mean, <clears throat> excuse me. Even doing valuations month to month in the same complex, it seems like even after a few weeks, properties seem to have their values just dropping, and it never seems to be stopping at this point. I mean. You're well aware the interest rates just went up again, which doesn't really help people in getting higher prices. But, uh, overall, I mean, what do you, what is your expectation? I mean, let's just chat about the rest of this year. It's obviously mid-Feb almost still got a way away from December, but, uh, what are your expectations for the market going forward in the next few months? I suppose.
1: So what, what we're expecting this year is that. We're going to see, certainly in Cloud term, we're going to see price growth of somewhere around about the, the, the three to four percent. So in, in real terms, if you factor in that inflation is now sitting still at above seven percent by the time we get to the end of 2023, in real terms, yeah. property prices will have declined if you strip out inflation. And we, we are going to see a, a, a tightening of the, the, the number of sales, uh, um, in the marketplace. And I think that's a, that's a function of of a couple of issues. Number one is interest rates. If you think you know, interest rates have gone up from from seven percent barely a year ago to ten point seven five percent. Now that's an increase of more than fifty percent on a on a million rand bond, as an example. Your payments have probably gone up by in the region of two thousand rand a month. If you're sitting with a two or three million rand home loan, those payments have probably gone up by five or six thousand rand a month. And remember that's. After tax income and that's on the back of increases in electricity and food mm-hmm. costs. And so there's a, there's a, a general squeeze, but I, I think just to caution that um, th- there is activity in the market. So it's not like there aren't buyers. And so what we, what we're clearly seeing in it, and it probably sounds an obvious statement to you or to, to your listeners, but when the prices come within range of where buyers see value, they are buying.
0: A hundred percent.
1: And so we, we are seeing activity, um, but for sellers at the moment, um, sellers are, are 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 under pressure in in terms of the prices that are being achieved. And generally speaking, we're seeing that if you if you've bought your house in the last five years, I mean you mentioned a couple of months, but if you've bought your house in the last five years at least, in Joburg. The chances are, and you need to sell now, or you want to sell now, the chances are you're not getting your money
0: back. Yeah. Definitely. I've seen that all over the show. I mean, that's the, uh, you know, the ultimate extreme at this point. And it's frightening. I mean, it doesn't really give much confidence into purchasing property in this, in this country. I mean, like you said, it's different from area to area. Obviously, it seems mm-hmm. like Western Cape, Cape Town's becoming a, you know, bustling haven for international investment and whatnot. But, uh, yeah, it's, it's really difficult. And, I mean, of course, we face all sorts of difficulties on top of the, the housing market in South Africa, which forces people's hands in terms of when to sell, do they need to sell, should we leave the country, should we do this, should we do that. And, you know, if you're one of the, the people that finds themselves that falling within that bracket, which all too many of us are, you know, it's, it's not going to be a pretty process for you to sell your house right now. But at the end of the day, what we say is that while you may be taking a hit on the sale of your property, you're also in a position to then purchase a property at you know less than the true value of that property as well. So it's almost like a quid pro quo. Yeah,
1: you know, I mean, I mean, we say to our clients, you know, sellers. Let's talk about sellers for a moment. Correct. You know, if you, if you are uh, selling in a in a in a soft market, and depending whether you're buying here or you semigrating or moving uh, or building you know there is there is a really good opportunity to 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 buy in a in a soft market and especially where where you're buying into a bigger home or perhaps a better suburb because in this kind of market, where prices are are generally soft in the Greater Joburg area, the real buying opportunities, if you're buying up, if you're buying into a bigger home, or you're buying into a bigger home and or a better area, that's where the real buying opportunities present themselves. Number one, and then you know we say said, it's our sellers, depending on their individual circumstances, whether it's retiring, whether it's immigrating. Is that, you know, you've got to take into account the time value of money. So is, is your, is your money better spent at the moment in your property? Um and, or is it better spent, for example, overseas if you, if you, if you're immigrating, you know, so there's, a, there's an exchange rate factor. So that's on the selling side, but on, on the, on the buying side, you know, you mentioned it doesn't give buyers a lot of confidence about investing in property. And I, I think my, my, my advice has always been to, to buyers and, and still today is, is that, the primary reason for buying up a, a house should not necessarily be the financial return. The, the The reason to buy a house is to plant roots in a in a community, and you know. Specifically prevalent in in the Jewish communities and areas like the Glen Hazel. I live in 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 Waverley, very community orientated for a whole host of reasons: schools, shuls. So the primary reason is is to is is to plant roots in a community and raise a family and be part of a, a a community. And and if there's a financial return, and we all would love to get a financial return, then then that's kind of an added bonus. It might be different on the Atlantic Seaboard in Cape Town or in Port Bay or in other yeah. parts of the of of the country. But I I think that's got to be the, the 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 primary reason to buy a house is to plant roots, is to raise your family, the opportunity to to take on some debt with some relatively low risk, um and 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 to build up some equity in your home. And I, and I think that's got to be the, the 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 focus.
0: Yeah, no, one hundred percent. I think in a in a country or in a, in a in a city even at this point that was stable and, you know, had, had their ducks all laid out and everything was a little bit more controlled and predictable. I definitely agree that that definitely should be the first and foremost priority when purchasing a home. But again, I mean, in such a dynamic and somewhat instable, unstable economy and housing market, you know, it is a fact. I mean, things change year on year. At this point, you know, people who say that oh. they'll never leave this country are now in a position where they have to. Or, you know, the the climate's becoming so doom and gloom that people have thrown away their entire life plan and have had to, you know, bite the bullet and make some very hard decisions.
1: And and I say it carefully, you know, I'm, I'm I'm optimistic by nature. I'm, I'm yeah. cautiously optimistic about South Africa. You know, I'm invested in my family and and my business and. You know, all, all of those sorts of things. So, I mean, but I I think there is, you know, living in South Africa and living in Joburg, there's a, there's a a brutal reality that you, you need to face up to. And that, you know, we're in a fortunate position where, um, our community through the various organizations like Katsola and CAP and, CSO and the various educational organizations have have done an amazing job in, in mobilizing our community for, for the betterment of the community where where government should be but it isn't providing those services. So I think that there is always upside. And despite some of the challenges that the, the, the country faces, if, if you're in the market to buy a property at the moment, there are there are really good Buying opportunities. You know the challenge is that you've got to just make sure that 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 you're not buying now and you're going to end up selling in a in a in a year or two, um, because you know there is going to be a, a a financial impact. So we're not seeing a shortage of buyers. The challenge we're seeing in the market right now is that the gap between sellers' expectations of what they want for their house or what they need for their house versus where buyers are seeing value. That gap is. Wide, and so the, the 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 properties that are selling now, and there are properties selling and sure. in the high FM kind of uh listenership we, we're we're doing some fairly good turnover. some of our competitors I'm sure are, but we're seeing that sellers who are realistic about their price that they can achieve for their home for whatever reason those homes are selling yeah and it's in, and so the hard work we're doing now. With our sellers is, is really just trying to work with them, collaborate with them and, and inform them of where the market is. And, and we say to them that this, this is not a market to test. Yeah, exactly. You know, we hear sellers saying, for example, if I get my price, I'm going to sell. No one's getting their price in this market. Yeah. So this is not a, you, you have to have two feet in, as my father says, I hope I don't get some, you don't get some phone calls uh, uh, about me. If you get stuck in no man's land, you're going to end up doing a, a disservice to the value of
0: your home. No, 100%. And I mean, another factor that I think is crucially important for sellers to be, to have in mind right now, and I've noticed through a, a whole array of valuations of late, you know, people are starting to understand that this is a, a declining market from, you know, all evidence supports that. And again, there are people who want to sell for whatever reason and then there's people that have to sell. But I think the most critical thing to think about and something that really does help you understand what you need to do as a bare minimum is to plan oh. your next step before right. making the decision right now. You know, people think that they, you know, they want three million for their house. The market's saying it's worth two five. Whereas, you know, their initial thought might be, sure, if I'm going to uh, settle for 500 grand less than my asking price, how am I going to find something else and be able to afford it, when truthfully, if you look before you sell, chances are you'll find yourselves a great deal and understand that you may not have to sell for as much as you want or as much as you think your yeah. property's worth.
1: I mean, I know when I've sold my own properties, um, you know, and, and I would have hated to have been one of our agents selling my, my home, and I was no, and no, despite the fact that I'm in the business, I was no different to any of our other sellers, you know, you've got There's like a hope factor, you know. Emotional
0: connection, yeah. Yeah,
1: yeah, exactly. It's like you know when you're buying a business, there's like the 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 bricks and mortar, and there's goodwill. Goodwill is like the the intangible value of the of the business. And people grow up in a home, and they've raised their families. They've got beautiful memories, um, and so they 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 attach a value to that Mm. into their home. Whereas the buyer is really just initially making almost a bricks and mortar comparison of. How much space can they get for what price? Versus the house in the next block, versus the house uh, uh, down down the, the the road. So, and you know, I, I think that you kind of got to just balance the the hopes and the aspirations of of, of a seller with the reality of of the, the 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 market. And and I think over time that we find that you know most of our sellers end up either understanding where the market really is and accepting the market for 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 what it for what it is. Or they decide that for, at this price, either they, they don't want to sell or they can't afford to sell and they take their home off the market or they might decide to, to, to rent it out. Yeah. Um but but it's, 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 it's difficult and, it, and it's hard for sellers, you know, who, 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 have been in their home for a period of time to, to accept that perhaps this hasn't been the, it's certainly been the family or the social or community investment that they had hoped it to be, but it hasn't turned out to be the financial investment that, 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 that they would.
0: And I think as you as we've clearly established, that's becoming all too common at this stage of the game, but uh, again, like we say, I think the most important factors to consider is your actual need to sell at this point. You know I mean it's all well and good if you are like you say putting your mark your property on the market and waiting for your price and testing the market. but you know the truth of the matter is that right now it's more than likely you're wasting your time, your money, as well as whoever is helping you, your agent's money and their time as well. And it just unfolds into a very frustrating process for both sides. And I feel as though that's where it's ultra-critical for agents to almost come down a little bit. What seems to be harshly, but in truth, is actually just the hard truth. You know, I think I've seen a lot of properties of late where They've been on the market for a little while and as an agent, you start to think, well, I wonder why. You look a little bit into it. You do some research and you see that the price is too high. And then the off chance comes by where you get a valuation with that person. You meet them. You see their wonderful home. You know, you run through what they've been told and what they're thinking and expecting. And often is the case of late that agents are not doing their duty in telling them the harsh truth about what their price is worth. You know, it seems as though agent there's certain agents again without saying anything specific that come into people's houses, ask them what they want for their house, say, okay, cool, let's go into the market at whatever price you want and let's see. I'm sure we can do it for you. And it's almost criminal at this point, you know, if a person's in a position where they're against the clock, they're moving to Israel, they're moving to Australia, they need to sell. You know, all you're doing right now by sitting at that overpriced level is just killing their true value. I mean, at the end of the day, if you end up sitting on the market now for three months and your price is too high, chances are you're not going to get the real price you could have got if you went on at the right price from day one.
1: Yeah, I think so. Listen, you know, I'm not sure. I'm not sure I'd be using words like criminal, or uh, but yeah. but it is, and it's a challenge, you know. So I think, I mean, you made you made the point earlier that well, should you have a plan, but in fact, almost a, a genuine reason for selling is key. Yeah. Because, you know, as you go through the process with your agent and assuming, you know, I can't speak for what other agents do um, only you know, what we try and do. But um, I think that, you know, as the process goes through, and let me just say this also, is that um, it's not like it, it, it really isn't doom and gloom, we're achieving good prices, there are homes selling in, in the millions and millions and despite the fact that there might be a perception that, that lots of people are making aliyah we, we're, we're still finding um, buyers coming into your predominantly uh, um, Jewish neighbourhoods and in fact in, in, in all areas so I think that's a key message, is that this isn't a bloodbath, there are buyers out there but but there, there 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 is a a reality to the market which is difficult to 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 expect property prices to be growing uh, at at rates any higher than than they yeah. are. So I think you know I think it's you know when when sellers are are, are thinking of selling, I think the 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 reason and the timing is is really 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 important. If you if you're if you're retiring into a retirement home uh, or you're immigrating or you're semigrating or you're upgrading uh, because you know, your family's expanding I think that timing is really important you know should you sell before you buy because if you can afford to buy without selling you're in a good position you're you're, a, you're potentially a cash buyer but if you can't afford to, to buy without selling then it puts you into well then I'm going to buy a subject to a side of my home and that creates other financial and uh, emotional challenges so I think it's important to discuss Amongst your family and your spouse and then with your, your agent or whichever agents you're calling in is to really just go through that process and understand what would be the best way to handle the selling and or buying and the, and the timing thereof. And I think if you plan ahead like anything in life, now if you plan a little bit ahead, I think you can avoid a lot of the stresses of, of, that come with selling a house, which is stressful anyway, yeah, and or buy. For sure. Um, and, you know, lay on top of that is some of the changes we're in the current market around prices. So I, th- I think if you just kind of sit down and have a hard think about why and when, um, you can avoid some of the the the, the, the stress
0: around uh-huh. it. Yeah, and I think that there's a perception in the market, especially amongst, you know, sellers and homeowners that are sitting on the market at a price that's a little bit above market value, that there aren't buyers. You know, their properties yeah. have been on for months and with the interest has been so low and we've had one person or two people through since listing in, you know, three, four months ago. And as an uninformed individual who's, you know, only as informed as they may be by their agent or through the minor research that they've done, this almost paints the picture that no one wants your house. When yeah. the truth is that they do, there are buyers, there's buyers for every home. The question is just the price level at this point. It's such a price-sensitive market. And another thing that I'm sure you've seen all too much of is that people try to fight against the market by overcapitalizing into their existing homes. And sadly is the the case that most of the time, barring a full-scale demolishment and, you know, rebuild, these additions of a couple hundred thousand or, you know, they, they don't really end up getting you extra value on the sales side when you sell.
1: I think so. I mean, I think, I, I mean, people do, you know, do significant improvements. And once again, you know, people ask me, you know, I'm thinking of doing this to my house. So I'm thinking of consolidating or adding on. What should I do? And, you know, my, my answer always is that when that you sell will determine when and or if you're going to get a a financial return on your investment, number one. And I think it's important for people to understand because it's no different in the stock market or I guess the bond market or the commercial property market is that actually the final determinant of the value of your home is the market. And the market is made up by buyers. There's no difference if you're selling shares. Well, you know, you can go into an online trading platform and offer your shares at X. And if there are no buyers at X, either you're going to sit with them at that price or take them off the market or you're going to adjust your price until the gap between... Buyer and seller is, is, you know, in the stock market, it's a much more liquid and, yes. and, and faster right. process. But the, 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 market made up of buyers is, is, is what determines the, the ultimate value, not the seller and, and to an extent, not us. We can offer, a, a, a guideline we can offer data and statistics around w- where the activity in the market is at what prices homes are, are selling, what you need to do to your home to make it more saleable and I think most importantly is to be the conveyor of information to sellers about what the market is saying about your 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 home, and ultimately, the price is what determines. The, the, the sale of, of, of a home relative to all of the other homes on the market that may be in better areas or offer more or less. And that's ultimately what I think my message would be to, 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 to sellers it is, is that the, the ultimate determinant of the value of the home is not themselves, unfortunately, to a lesser degree us. It's the buyers out there that are comparing your home. To other homes on the market that may offer better value, either bigger for the same price, or a, a lesser price for for more, or whatever it might be. Yeah.
0: No, I suppose there are a whole lot of factors to account for, especially in the market we're currently trying to operate within. Um, you know, we could almost yeah. we could almost sit and discuss this all day. I think you know that that's true, but uh, unfortunately, we yeah. are reaching the point where time is short. And uh I just wanna start by saying thank you so much, Herschel, for making yourself available this morning. And uh we'd truly love to have you back on the show going through a little bit uh more interesting and happy concepts and topics. But uh you know, the message like you say is that your property is worth something to you. That's always true. But, you know, at the end of the day, in the market we exist in right now, the property is only worth what the buyer is willing to pay. So it's important to do whatever yeah. research and take whatever advice you can possibly take to understand what that number is. You know, I mean, whether it's a castle or a shed, there's a buyer waiting for it if it's priced correctly. And I think that's the underlying message here. But uh, Herschel, thank you so much. It's really been a treat talking to you, as we said earlier, such an experience. A Thanks so much. Person yeah. in this industry and uh, really value your time and would love to have you on the show again. Super. Thanks so much for the time. Appreciate it.